This week on the Push Wallows podcast, we talk about onboarding your clients and figuring out their calories in the first two weeks. Also, Nan gets a bit eggy about some 1200 calorie growth science. Three, two, one. We're back in the gym. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? Oh, it was good to be back. I didn't um, I didn't quite anticipate the level of outpouring I'd get from clients about how much they enjoyed being back. Like I knew it was coming, but everyone's in such a good mood this week on their check-in. <laughs> um, everyone has been to the gym anyway. Um, so everyone yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Yeah. Which is... Just wonderful. I'm actually, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy it's open. It was like I've I've literally put workouts in. You know how we used to sit down and organize our diary for when we would like train together. Yeah, literally done that. Tried to do that basically in my uh, days, just when I train. It's like that's my time. I go do it because everything else is just out of control in terms of work wise, and I'm like. Nope. Yeah. At least I can go do that. Unfortunately, I do have to have train in a gym where I kind of work um, as well, which is is annoying. But I can quite happily send a message around in the WhatsApp group and be like, "If I've got my headphones on, please don't talk to me." Yeah. Fine. Um, but yeah, it's been lovely. It has been nice. I am two sessions in. Um, I've only written three days a week. Say I've only written. I. Uh, <laughs> I uh, dropped message to Kevin Carr and uh, just asked him to program me. <laughs> oh, did, did he send you yeah. the Mike Boyle special, what they're doing this he week? Basically, he was like, I'll send you my book and do that. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I was like, all right, yeah. I was like, honestly, just send me whatever your, your athlete or your adult program are doing for the next couple of weeks and I'll do that. He was like, screenshot, Bosh, there you go, do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I was like, I just can't bother. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just. I'd rather somebody just send it to me. So I'm like, that's what I'm doing. Off I go. All right, and I'm filling yeah. it in. Lovely job. No, no it's I've been got, it's, it's it's good, isn't it? When you got a plan, rather than having to write old, yourself. I think you just do the it. old uh, iPad Minis come out again. Uh, I'm take that oh, around I'll to uh, Josh, Josh, Josh. Yeah, Daniel, Daniel Meek used to be the captain of the iPad Mini. He used to walk around that when he was PT and all the time. I think no the one of the best purchases a in-person personal trainer can make is an iPad mini. Not a big iPad, iPad mini. iPad mini just fits in lovely everywhere. Um, the phone looks unprofessional. The iPad is too big. The mini mm-hmm. is... Whenever. Don't worry about it. Influencer. Yeah. Hashtag no. Influencer. That's right. This is, I think this is my my. I think this is my second. You don't need like a particularly good one. I literally use it just to go to the gym and keep programs on. It it might as well yeah. only have numbers on it, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. That was. Yeah. I remember. I used to remember that. It was good. Good times. I just use True Coach on my phone. My coach is using True Coach, so just got it on there. Um, Lovely. Nice and easy. He said, I remember when we set up, he was like, "Oh, do you want me to send you the whole week's workouts, or just like the next day that's coming up?" And I was like. Just the next day. <laughs> like, otherwise, I'll get too much. So you're going to start to look in. Like, yeah. Would yeah, you, and be like, oh, God, I got that coming up. Would you sneak an extra, like, would you be like, oh, you would look ahead? I, I probably would, yeah. And because obviously the way he's programmed is that it's 
is progressive week on week. So I didn't, I didn't want to be in a position where on a Monday looking and go, oh, for fuck's sake, Thursday. <laughs> I just like, I just have to get on with it and just on the day, I just turn it on and go, right, well, I forgot today. Um, so yeah, it's quite, um, it's quite good though. I've been, yeah, I've been impressed. Like Dan videoed some 21 15 nines, which was interesting. What was yeah, the, just, uh, just, what was the conditioning I'd... element as your clients are thinking, what the hell has Dan lost it? Like, what is I he know. doing? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I thought I'd start filming it. I might post it every, every session. I, I'm not, I'm not going to film the strength bits of it, the boring like hypertrophy stuff. Like you go and watch some of the bodybuilders for that if you want to watch that shit. Um, but more <laughs> like, because it's the bit I suppose that I don't, haven't done a lot of. I think yeah. it's, it's useful to post that sort of stuff because I have to also video it to make sure my form's okay because obviously under fatigue, I'm more likely to break down in form because again, it's just something I haven't done. I thought uh, you and, were going to say just break down crying. Just yeah, like yeah. What is that? Oh yeah, that's that's. An <laughs> um, but yeah, just to just to get an idea of you know, because I even noticed from watching one of the videos back with you know certain movements that I could have done a bit better and I could have thought more about it and things like that. And I'd never used a skier before ever in my life. You know, ever I no, and I have no idea by the way how John Clark did 24 hours on one of those. Oh mate, movies. he he he's got a ridiculous, lot of record, isn't he? Like, yeah, he's got. I think like, he did most... have. I think he lost it unfortunately, but I think he did yeah. have for a bit. I think someone beat oh. him on it, yeah. Fuck that. Max I, Distance I, I, won it on 25. I, th- I think he's got a world record for his uh, age, like his Probably age category, like male uh, age category. Yeah, because there's a... Yeah, because there's, there's more than one person that's now tried to do it in the world. <laughs> like, why would anyone try and do <laughs> no. that? Like- so there, there's a girl who uh, has just recently... She was training at um, first base for a long time and then quit her, like, private equity firm job to uh, basically chase being a PT and loved CrossFit and all over that. She is Captain Skierg. If you want to see someone who's completely mental, there's a girl called uh, Louisa Sondergaard, who I think she, uh, like, over lockdown, like, she just turned uh, flat into a gym. And, uh, yeah, I think she she must hold, I'm going to go for about three or four world records and then maybe three or four kind of, um, there we go. World record skier, five kilometer, six kilometer. British record skier, one minute, 500, 1K, 2K, <laughs> 5K, 6K. Uh, yeah. yeah just, it's, it's just, I, I liked it because it's different type of cardio, obviously, to just like doing stuff like running, obviously, where your knees get a bit fucked or whatever. And like, I've, I've, I felt my quads get a bit tight from doing the running and stuff, but I'm still enjoying it. Yeah. Um, but the skiers in there, cause it's just a little bit different, I think, as well. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start filming that bit of it because I think it's different. It's a bit more, it's a bit more entertaining to watch than just someone bench pressing, um, you know, <laughs> whatever way really? they're using. But um, yeah, it's just like um, interesting to look back on. I think for that, and it fits into a reel quite nicely. So I thought, fuck it, I'll just keep posting <laughs> the shit that I'm doing, um, and people can have a little look and a little little nosy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good. It's good to have something different to focus on in my training. I'm not going to lie. And I do, you do feel better. Like I get that, like the runner's endorphins, you know, that whole, like you, you do feel good after doing it, um, which is nice. And I'm already like seeing slight changes in, in how I look slightly um, because my nutrition doesn't really change that much. Um, <laughs> but interestingly, I noticed as well from going back into the gym and training harder and doing stuff, I've gained weight because of all like the carbs, inflammation, water retention, everything like that. It's like my weight's actually gone up because it's just not used to it. <laughs> it's not been used yeah. to having to fucking do anything, <laughs> um, which has been interesting um, to see. But yeah, no, it's good. It's good fun. I, I think everyone's glad to be back, aren't they, in the gyms? So 
It's, uh... Yeah, it seems like that. So and anybody who's listened to this and hasn't kind of attempted to go back, because I'm sure there's some who've kind of like, oh, I'm a little bit, either, even not, I don't think there's the fear factor of COVID's there anymore, but it might be just an anxiety factor of kind of walking back in the gym. And obviously classes aren't really allowed. Um, mm. I think some gyms are doing them outside. So I think the indoor ones, like how we've done it is just, we write up the class like in chalk up on the mirrors like those were the classes that they would have done that day and you can do it by yourself, um, yeah. which is quite nice. Um, and yeah, we got some big screens that you can follow along to. Also, we do have like the online stuff. So people still come in because there's obviously virtual classes still happening. They, they literally come in, bring their screen in and do the virtual class in the gym, yeah, yeah. which is which is fun. It's always fun. We always used to giggle when that like you bring in like, the, it's almost like doing a home DVD and like putting it up. But you're like, if you come to the gym to do this, you know, you could, yeah. like, there's no weights involved in that. At least, at least in the virtual classes done by First Base, <laughs> there are weights involved. They're like, this is for a dumbbell and a kettlebell class. Do this. Yeah, uh, yeah so it's, it's quite fun. But if they're like anxiety, I say, it's not just get over it, but yeah, just slowly go back in. Just get like kind of comfortable with it again. There's plenty of people wandering around and not really knowing what's what and just book in to go see a coach as well. I would. I feel like a lot of people haven't really mm. realized. So how many people have I seen? So I didn't train anybody on Monday. Too busy. I think I've probably seen six of my clients uh, back in the gym so far. And guess what we've been doing? So this week is aerobic One testing, testing week. week. <laughs> One <laughs> <at> max testing <laughs> week. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately guys so if you want to follow my pattern PTs um, this week is aerobic testing week next week will be kind of fundamental strength testing week and believe it or not um, call me crazy but I'm giving them a week to get back comfortable lifting loads before I test them on their weights (laughs) I mean it's bonkers I know but so everybody has got a basically a test which is going to be so i'm doing like um a mile on the assault bike is one of my my normal uh tests my Sorry, aerobic test a little bit yeah i know that's that's one of my bog standard ones um that i like throwing in um that's basically the same as like a three minute test on the uh the watt bike mm. that one i haven't done yet because i think there's a little skill element to that as well i will be using the skier so i tend to use like a max distance on the ski erg, something like that it might be a K or two K. Um, I'll just do it at the end as well. I'm not, I'm, I'll just, I realize it's not the most valid test. Like, Oh, scientists, I'm not going to do that because you can't replicate the exact same session you did. Oh, it doesn't matter. Like general pop, it'll be okay. They're not too fast. Yeah. Um, as long as I'm taking the data down, we're probably all right. So I would encourage you if you're doing it this week, so make the first week or maybe the first two weeks, just test like aerobic conditioning. Go for that. Don't test everything. Clients don't want to do that. They don't want to know how much they suck. <laughs> like they just what they give it to them in little bits, like the whole positive kind of negative sandwich, that bullshit. Like, yeah. all right we've got a result we've got something go through it so and everybody's really hated that so today was uh, i just picked everybody today had assault bikes i look like one of those trainers that just did the same thing with everybody (laughs) and i was just like 
uh, I'll need the assault bike at the end of this session, guys. Is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> Come. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, or like, oh, we just got a new piece of equipment. I'm going to use it. That kind of vibe in the, in the gym. Like, everybody was like, oh, we've yeah. got a landmine. Oh, have we? All right. I'm going to be doing landmine presses. Um, yeah. So that's my week. And then they're, they're literally, then at next week, we'll just be either an upper body strength one or a lower body strength one, more than likely. And that's about it. That's all the figures I really want. And then after like a foundational, everybody's on like a phase one or phase two um, of foundation strength. And then I'm going to go on from there, basically after about three, four weeks. If they're progressing too quickly, like then such a good coach or it's probably it's not hard enough and we've <laughs> gone yeah. backwards a little bit because no yeah some of them might be on like phase sixes or sevens or something like that normally i've just reset it because essentially most people have had three or four months off like actually lifting load so i thought that was smart i mean yes. i'm not gonna blow my own trumpet mate but i thought that was i thought it was a no-brainer but and people even though like the one system that you could have worked properly during lockdown was the aerobic system. Nope. Everybody success. <laughs> yeah. It's, do you know what though? Like I, I get it as well. Like I get with a yeah, lot of stuff over lockdown. It. Like I, I was the same. I didn't do anything, but I think it was, um, it was a time where you just like, I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered. Like, you know, and it's, it's been interesting to see how much for me, especially it affected how I felt just on a day-to-day basis not even about like for me it wasn't even about like how I looked or how I felt about how I looked or anything like that or even how strong I was I wasn't lifting anything how do I know how weak I got I didn't know it just became a feeling in the end it just became I was just like fuck this doesn't feel good And I think everyone got into the same boat where the first lockdown it was like okay cool we can keep this going it's not for long and then by the time it got to the third one over Christmas obviously no one really does much but we had November one then it was Christmas no one really got back into the swing of things so I, I looked at it and I was like, well, I think in the first lockdown, I still moved a bit. And then it got to like, you think about that's five months because it was November lockdown, December, January. Yeah. It's like you've not done anything and no one wants to go out running in the fucking cold and the rain and stuff like that. So it's a, it just, it's a long time to decondition. It makes you realize, I think, with all yeah. that. But um, I saw, I've already seen a video of someone going back into the gym and stuck in the chest press machine and, and going for fucking stupid. And yeah, they may have been training at home, blah, 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 blah. But it's still different. People don't understand this. And I try to explain it quite a few times. Obviously, it's just a fucking bodybuilder or whatever, right? But it was the whole thing about like, because just because you've been able to do like press-ups at home and you've got a bench at home and you managed to get like 80 kilos, 100 kilos of weight, the chest press machine with the stability in it, there's more tension and load going through your shoulder joint and your chest than you could do with a barbell lying down on a bench because of the stability element to it and the fact you've focused so solely on that. It's just stupid. It's like, come on. It's like, stop it. Just stop right. it. Let them do it. Let them do oh. it. They'll seek help. Uh, there's enough stuff out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So in summary, guys, we've in- who knew me and Dan like the gym? Who knew? I know. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, absolutely insane. Um, yeah. Well, I guess we, have you got your protein bars? Have you got some? Oh, yeah. Next do we have to try we, these we, ones again? They're just going to be the same. Aren't they? <laughs> I think we do a little versus. Like, I did buy I, some. I did buy some some more, yeah. but not for the taste test. But we should do a taste test. I've just realised I didn't buy you any of them. I should have done. Is it my Me. round or is it your round? Is it? I think it's probably mine. If I'm honest. I anyway, no. I got so just for <laughs> um, 
just to show you, I got the M&M's high protein. Mm. I got the M&M peanut high protein. I did see I got these. the Snickers peanut butter high protein and the Snickers white high protein. So um, just for myself, I got them for I did. And then I, as soon as they arrived, I thought, oh, actually, probably should have mentioned this. <laughs> I'll <laughs> uh, you pick you... a mix, though, if you want to go and get them. Of course, so, they know us. They ain't protein picking mix know who we are. Um, Did I tell you I had the, the apple crumble carb killer as well? Did I tell you that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because well, we, we we mentioned it because I I had the apple crumble Kit Kat. Not good. Because uh, you can I see that found, I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm so fit pro. I couldn't be bothered with the carb. I've kill. just found the half eaten Coco Bueno from last week <laughs> in the box. <laughs> that was not good. That one. Yeah. So with it a go, I think. Have you got? Did you eat all of? So with a new little jingle down. Um, I'm not on my flat, so I haven't got a ukulele with me. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be an on-running joke, and I'm never gonna play the ukulele. So I've I have got one of Nikki's Fit Kitchen ones with me. Have you eaten uh, I think all that's in my fridge? I think I might have eaten it actually. I might have done. I, I ate. I did eat the uh, the birthday cake one, and it was nice. Yeah. I had the fudge as well, Biscoff fudge. That was very. Good. Oh, I've got the fudge here. Is that good? Yeah. That's not. That's not protein, mate. That's just Biscoff fudge. <laughs> <laughs> just to let you know. I've Before you get excited, I, I realised I'm just like, I've got that because I was like, oh, I might have, to have a little treat. FYI, guys, Easter. I think I've eaten an egg a day since Easter, and I'm still going. Um, it's insane. Right. I know. Oh, hence why the gym's had to open. Um, and right. I'm full of beans. So we're gonna have. Um, are we gonna have so Biscoff and lemon we're gonna dream. Do Basically, mate, we, haven't we got one more as well? I've got three well, yeah, but from that. From we that usually company. do two, though, don't we? we I know, three. but I feel like I want to get I mean, through these. <laughs> I mean, this is, this, is, this is a chocolate nutter, and I can guarantee you it's going to be the same as the Bueno. I can pretty yeah? much guarantee it. All right, so sure. we, won't, we won't do that one then. Uh, we'll just eat that in our own time. Give I want to try, try the Bicky um, Scoff. That's the one right, I really want to so we're going to do Protein uh, Bakehouse. I believe I'm going to order from protein patisserie at some point in the next, well, when they, they seem to sell out within an hour, like, like even quicker than that protein patisserie. So it's always a good, good sign. I think that, um, so we'll get them. So these are the guys. I haven't got the, uh, macros. I didn't bring the box. So you can do that. My friend, uh, whilst Dan oh. stuffs his face and he's meant to be reading the macros. Of course, of course he does. I'm going to open these. Right. So we've got a protein cookie bar. Oh, we got, oh, it's on the, it's I'm on over the, the whole, like them hearing me chew now. I'm, I'm over it. I'm, yeah. <laughs> really? I'm okay, now I'm not bothered. <laughs> um, it's actually on the packet. I didn't realize. So 200 calories for the lemony dream, 210 for the Bicky scoff, 20 grams of protein each, 18 grams of fiber. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing mm. milk, egg, soy, wheat. It's all right. Wait, what did you go for? Vicky Scoff. Vicky Scoff. The only thing that has worried me, and I have uh, taken these across London because um, I travelled. I'm doing the podcast from a different place. You can see all the parts. Um, is they're a bit greasy, mm. and that annoys me. Um, I guess the grease is. Because they've literally got a great piece of paper on, haven't they? Like on the bottom. Yeah. It's not very biscoffy. No. Obviously, it's not going to be, is it? I knew that. Was good. You know, 210 calories <laughs> is not going to be, is it? Is it as biscoffy as though? We can only kind of compare it to the other biscoffy one we had was through Nikki's Fit Kitchen. Oh, that was more biscoffy. Nikki's was a. That was, you couldn't. If you were to blind taste test that, you wouldn't know it was biscoff, in my opinion. Really? 
All right, I'm going to have a little little taste. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, like they look. The thing about the bakehouse ones is they do look very good. They look like they're going to taste different than what they do. If that makes sense. Um, that one was all right though. It's not bad. It's not a bad taste. It's just a not, it's not like, bad taste. It's just not a Biscoff taste, is it? No, it's not. Like no, I'm not too sure what taste that is. It's a biscuit. <laughs> it's like a biscuit. If I was to describe it, it's like a biscuit, but it's not a. It's more like a plain hobnob than it's it is a biscoff. Like a plain, plain hobnob towards like a ginger nutty taste. Yeah, I feel like there's ginger in it. No. Right, lemon dream. Then here we go. Lemon dream. So as we said, it was 20 grams of a protein, which is the standard. That's the that's the gold standard. We want that. If you can get above it, then pretty nice. It's with these as well. They they're like oat bars basically. It looks like oat bars, don't they? And uh, They've always got this layer of like chocolatey stuff on the bottom. Kind of holds it together, I believe. Um, better, then, better. Yeah. See, I'm apprehensive. It's got lemon curd in it. Because it's got I'm lemon le- curd in it. I'm not a lemon guy. Not a, I like lemonade. Mm. but I'm not huge, but lemon. that's like, that or, tastes like a lemon drizzle cake. I mean, it, it smells. Uh, it tastes like a lemon drizzle cake. Yeah. I'm okay who's, with that. Who, who's buying level, like, what is your name? Oh, Betty. Mate. A good lemon drizzle cake is quality. You're Come so on. northern. It's insane. Mate, a lemon drizzle cake that's nice and moist and sweet and like sharp. Oh, God. It's moist. It's the moistness that does it. It's the moistness. Moistness, yeah. has to be right. The, le- the lemon one's the best one out of the lot. We've tried. I'll tell you that now. I can't. I'm right. I can't go over the lemon. I just don't like lemon things, I don't think. Oh, I'm not a fan. I could eat that boring i'll send it to you okay. but if you don't like lemon things don't get it if you don't mind a lemon drizzle cake like me then you'll like it i think that's the thing right there's a, i i don't mind them but i prefer a lemon in a like a nice nice drink um, gin and tonic yeah. it. in a nice gin t- well mate lemon who's putting lemon in that you want a nice little cucumber um all right so, so, you, my... so you're from london fucking hell cucumber <laughs> gnt yeah lovely um yeah, um, those are both you know basic. Why, right? why, I like, why I like the lemon is because it look, tastes look, as it's supposed look, to taste. <laughs> it tastes like lemon. It's got lemon in it. it. Does, it tastes like lemon. I will, I will give it its credit. It does taste how I thought it would taste. Um, like lemon. Yeah. <laughs> don't taste like, they don't taste like what they say they're going to taste like. <laughs> so it's, and as always, these are good bars, all right? Don't get me wrong. They're better than most yeah. bars thousand Uh percent they're just not on the rating from i don't know what's the from quest they're better than cmp jam roly polies whatever the fuck they. (laughs) yeah we're talking like we're talking at the high end now of protein bars we're not talking you know your nissan micras your voxel astras whatever we're talking (laughs) like top range you know that car you know like ferraris aston martins lamborghinis we're at that end of the protein bar this is Um, this is a like a, a basic jag that kind of thing yeah it's just a it's an old man jag in it it does a job <laughs> and someone will probably like it somewhere but realistically yeah. not mo- most people are going to pass on that for better yeah. options out there for better opinion. options out there yeah the mileage could be better exactly um but for me the protein pantry birthday cake and still the there, isn't it? Yeah. still needs to be beaten that has not been beaten yet i think yeah the 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 birthday cake and people kind of like i've t- i've said about it pre- previously and people are like oh birthday cake like bar or like that's not it that doesn't so work much. i was like it works so it's literally just cake they, they don't need to call it a bar they don't call it a bar i don't think it's just it's a cake um very, very but yeah good. i'm gonna give that 
Um, I reckon you should rate the lemony one because um, you like lemon. Because otherwise, I'm um, just going to give it like a four because I don't like it. Yeah, seven and um, a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Nice. The Biscoff yeah. one, I don't get. I don't get. Like, Lavra and Biscoff, for fuck's sake. I realise Biscoff is quite caloric, isn't it? So Quite, yeah. Quite. Just little... <laughs> um, this is what annoys me about like protein stuff, because it's like, don't put on the label it tastes like Biscoff, because it, I know that 210 calories said... of Biscoff is such a small amount that it obviously isn't going to taste like Biscoff. If you literally just called it, like, yeah, Biscuit. Yeah. Biscuit bar. Snickerdoodle biscuit. biscuit or something. <laughs> the Biscuit bar. Um, then, yeah, crack on. But, yeah. Let me give that Same, solid. It was yeah. with the Bueno bite. It was mostly with the solid Bueno six. one. Yeah, it's the not bueno, a Bueno. You're like, yeah, that's the thing. I think you build it up. If you give yourself yep. like that name, you're like, oh, this is going to be fucking good. If it doesn't, like, ooh, yep. it's just not living up. Mate, ends it. A six and a 7.5. I think that rounds it out. Lovely job. Not bad bars, but mm, there's better out there. I'll be going. <laughs> we still got to try the desserts. I've, um, I'm looking forward to trying some desserts. We can change it to our protein. It's not protein bar review, is it? Just protein review. Something with protein in it. We'll just be having cereal next. Oh, I did like the thing you sent me. That Yeah, you know it. The second <laughs> I saw that, mate, I thought of you. <laughs> and to prove this, uh, how much Dan sees this and knows me better than my girlfriend, she sent it to me the day after. Uh, and I was like, Dan sent me this yesterday. You don't love me. Uh, <laughs> it's like, that's what it's about. Uh, be there. Basically, it was like a protein shake kind of thing, but you could like have your cereal and your milk and like in the thing, and you just have your cereal and milk on the go. Lovely, lovely. So good. So good at uh, that. Realised that we, um, that brings you back. What, what, I mean, I haven't talked about this in a while. I think Joe tried the, uh, yeah, fucking awful. People were getting excited about them. They're like, oh, I haven't tried it. Like the strawberry white chocolate Cocoa Pops. Oh, no, never going to be Absolutely, don't, never going to be good. Awful. Which did allude me into thinking and have a slight debate in the best cereal residue milk. So the milk that is left over after eating the cereal, what is the best milk that is left over? Which is a serious question. It's a serious topic. We're going to get into calories and you arguing on the internet in a minute. but um... It can't be Crave <laughs> because the chocolate doesn't go into the milk. I think it's curiously cinnamon, you know. Curious, I'm going to go, yeah. I think like the – because cinnamon mm. milk is nice, isn't it? I think we, we yeah. had it when uh, when – what was it? Serial Killers, was it? Serial Killer Cafe. Well, still, it's not yeah. a thing anymore, unfortunately. Um, I think Is they it shut not? Down. I think they shut down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think COVID, COVID killed them. It, were, it was a great store. Yeah. I don't care when people are like, well, you're going to pay three quid for a cereal bowl. I'll pay five quid for a cereal bowl. Um, I hate that stupid argument <laughs> yeah. because it's like, you pay three quid for a coffee, you moron. Yeah. Shut up. And like, like and you, you knew how much like, that cost. And they're always like, the thing is like, oh, support... Support the uh, like the little boutique ones, the, the independent. Yeah, they literally have two shops. Yeah. They started with yeah. one. Like <laughs> that's supporting independence. Like instead of yeah, your three pound forty like caramella matcha killer mana latte. Um, yeah, don't have that. They cost like at the services when you're like I'm driving to Dan at the services. Those Starbucks cost a fucking fortune, and I live in London. That's insane. They cost more than down the road in Marlborough. When I have to drive Stupid. to Daniel. So, Jesus. 
I just think it's just that, that whole argument that people just don't understand how it works. <laughs> like in general, like yeah, you know that T-shirt, you could buy it for three quid from Primark, or you buy it for twenty quid from Topshop, wherever. Like it's just that that's like that's what you're paying for. Like it's called capitalism. Oh yeah, did like, you I don't did understand. you did you go out to the shops Monday? No. <laughs> to buy, mate. Don't need to buy anything. I I. No, I did uh, go to a coffee shop. I went to the coffee shop, I went to the gym, and it's just nice to see people out and about. I'll tell you what I have noticed is people are far less bothered now. Like people are not many people, not as many people wearing masks out and about walking around and not sort of keeping their distances from people. And it's just a bit more like fucking oh come on, let's get back to normal quick. Normal, isn't it? Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Um I didn't rush back to any shops. I haven't even eaten out as well, which is normally a big thing for me. Didn't have eaten out, but it's also too cold. Um, <laughs> to eat outside, I feel yet. Yeah, we'll we'll like find some stuff that has like terraces and stuff like that, but we'll see. I'm looking forward to it, but um, I've got to select my first restaurant back quite carefully. I feel uh, I think it's quite a big well, deal for me. Laura got me a bleaker kit for birth for my birthday. She meal. did, she did consult so, me. Yeah, that was she, um, that I was very a, well done. I had a panicked uh text message going, Tom, which which one's the burgers that Dan's likes? And to, to be fair to her, she did remember before I, re- I replied. So I was oh, like, she? she did, yeah. I had a stream. You know when like somebody sent you some messages and then they've, I, I haven't replied yet. And then they've actually, then they're like, oh, I've actually already found it. <laughs> like, <laughs> already fine. I was like, yeah, he does Easy. love the bleaker ones. But I was like, here's some other ones that have also got those if he wants to branch out. But I was like, go bleaker because it's pretty safe. And if we know Dan, like, he, he's like, he likes a home run here. It's fine. That's he likes it. what he likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, mean, I think you've got to go to Burger and Beyond then, yeah, surely. Ooh, yeah. I don't know if they have terrace though. It's the only thing outside. Oh, well. I have to have a look. They probably do take out. Do they do take out? Oh, they, they, de- oh, they definitely do take out. Yeah. We ordered Burger yeah. and Beyond to the office. No, it's only down the road. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. All right, mate. We have to talk vaguely topical for Dan. Um, and I guess there'll be there will be an influx of clients and opportunities, I believe, for personal trainers with the gyms reopening. And what I would like Dan to do, considering he uh, he got a little bit aggy on his Instagram today, and I would like you to talk th- aggy, <laughs> talk through um, what you do as a coach. Um, not like to too much in-depth detail because people can buy the playbook if they want to do that. Um, mm. um, you're going to talk about your onboarding week and what Dan does to decide what <coughs> calories that that person is probably going to be on for the future. So this has been a topic in um, one of the my protein groups as well and i did chime in and say this is a version of my one week or two week onboarding to figure out calories because yes we can use a catch mccardle like formula but there are say i'd probably rather do the kind of coaching personal aspect of being the pt than just go off we go i've done my catch mccardle formula off we go. So there's a few formulas out there. That's the one that we recommend. I, I don't know whether you recommend if you're going to quickly do that because it's the don't one that's meant to, it's it's the one that's meant to take in lean muscle mass into account. Um, that's the only one. So maybe use it as a rough guide, and then but you still do your onboarding week. Um, but yeah, no. onboarding calories. Can you possibly live off 1,200? 
Let's go. Um, <laughs> oh, you, I will, I'm, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep po- poking the bear as we go. Forward. Yeah, I bet you are. Um, <laughs> yeah. So basically, like when someone signs up or whatever, we will go through the same sort of process with every single person. Um, so when they get signed up, they get sent a video on how to use my fitness pal to make sure they know how to use it. And even if they think they know, I still get them to watch it so that they are aware of little things that maybe not be doing so well and all this sort of stuff. So that's number one is you have to know how, that they know how to track first and foremost, because you can't just say to them, oh, track for me, because what if they don't know? Um, so they start with that. Um, obviously fill out a questionnaire for us based on a fact, do you know what? I could probably get up in front of me. I really wanted to. Um, so they go through a full questionnaire about, you know, their rough history, um, things like that, things like any health issues they've had, et cetera, et cetera. But also within that, they also have questions around like their knowledge level, um, whether they know how to track food, whether they've heard of macronutrients, whether they understand calories, um, obviously their goal, um, how active they are, if they do any leisure activities. Um, just going through it now. Um, females as well, like their cycle, all that sort of stuff, because that's important to know, again, from a caloric point of view, um, how well they sleep, um, things like that. So that's the kind of like the background. And then into the nutrition section is like, where do you currently get your information from? Do you have a good understanding of macros? Do you, have a, do you know what flexible dieting is? Um, are you able to cook? That's a pretty important one. Um, do you have access to recipes? You know, what are the diets have you tried? Are you vegan, veggie, et cetera, et cetera? Um, do you have good knowledge of tracking food? Do you have time to prep? All these sorts of things. Do you know how to use an oven, microwave, whatever, right? Sounds a bit stupid to go into that level of detail, but it's fucking useful. Um, so once you've got that, you then, we then say, right, now what I want you to do for one week is track all your calories and keep a consistent food diary for seven days. So in seven days, they will track all their food intake, um, that everything that passes their lips, everything they drink, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, goes into the food diary. Um, and you tend to notice patterns within these people, all this sort of stuff. But basically, we also get them to weigh themselves every day during that, what steps they've done, training they've done, how they've slept, et cetera, et cetera. And from that, you can get a pretty good idea about where things are going wrong. Uh, and you, people you know, usually do similar things, you know, that they'll eat pretty low calorie during the week and then have massive weekends or... Um, they yeah friday night saturday night they just didn't track for example that kind of thing and it gives you an idea of where they're at with things but usually from that assessment week you'll know exactly where you need to start with someone so some people i still won't know what calories need to be on after that one week it's one week like how am i supposed to know but what i do know is that they're only eating 60 grams of protein a day and during the week they're eating nothing and then at the weekend they're binging on chocolate and takeaways i don't need to worry about what their calories are I don't need to worry about it. They need to eat more protein, eat some more vegetables and consistently eat more during the week. So they can not then binge their tits off at the weekend, right? Um, but essentially, if you get someone who's perfect and someone who's come in and done everything as they should do, you'll get an idea of, right, well, over the seven days, what's the average calories been? What's the average weight loss been or weight gain been or weight maintenance? Based on that, you can roughly work out how many calories you need to be on to lose weight. So if someone comes in, averages out 2000 calories a day and they lose 0.2 kilos over the week you've got a pretty good idea they're probably pretty close to maintenance maybe in a slight deficit so i know over the week 14,000 calories i can move them around as i see fit um but i always say to people i've done it before as well i've gone right i want you to do another assessment week i want you to do a second one just do the same thing because it was too erratic it was too whatever and that'll give you a good idea again about their decision making etc etc um but basically i just tell them to eat how they currently eat for a week and i need to see it i need to see what that looks like and what happens um and from there you can then make the decision based on their goal all that sort of stuff so 
um, I had a female come to me and she wanted to get out of, she was in a bit of a cycle where she was binging loads at the weekends. Um, and then her training was shit during the week and she couldn't get any muscle. And I was like, well, because you've got no energy to train hard and then you under eat all week and then you go crazy at the weekend. So based on her goal, I didn't really need to move her calories much. It was actually about going up in calories and eating more during the week. So again, different, different goals for different people. Hers was less about weight to be fair, but, um, as a general rule, number one, you have to make sure they know how to track because asking them to track for a week is, is, or even giving them any calories to, to track and say hit their calories is pointless if they don't know how to do any of that stuff. Um, so that's, that's the, that's the thing really that I would say for a lot of people is, Yes, you want to. You, you might want your clients to track on all this sort of stuff, but you have to ask the questions first about whether they know what this stuff is. Because if they don't, again, I had another chat with a client today. Um, so the reason would say I'm saying this is because we're doing this on a Wednesday when I have loads of client updates, and usually I don't. So it's a bit weird. <laughs> it's all fresh in my head, um, you know. And he he he's he's come back after a period of time, and I literally said to him, right, all I need from you, based on what he said on the phone to me, was. I need you to eat your breakfast and lunch. They need to have a protein source in them and a portion of fruit or veg. And you need to drink one and a half liters of water before you finish your lunch. That was it. That's what he needs to worry about. I don't know what his calories need to be on. All I know is that he'll feel better if he does that based on what he told me. So is, is sometimes I think coaches are too quick to go, right, you need to track calories. You need to do this, you need to do that. And just yeah, jump on. Here's your calories. They're really low fat loss. It's like, well, actually some clients I've had before, They've tracked 2,000 calories a day, say, on their assessment week. They've maintained their weight, but their protein's been at like 40 grams. And I know if I give them 2,000 calories a day and their protein goes up to 120, 140, they're probably going to notice that they're feeling leaner, fuller, probably eat less food. But the calories are the same. Um, so it depends on so many things. And to be honest, at the point that I'm at now, it's probably so many things I don't realize that I take in. And I just make a decision because I just use my brain and my experience um, rather than have to mm. think about it too much. Um, same as what you do when you see an assessment, right? You're not actually assessing someone. You just get them to move. And then based on that movement, you know, know what they do more of and less of. Um, it's the same thing. It's like, I think it was Tony Gentacore. I saw a clip of him and he said, like, don't tell a client they're coming in for an assessment. It's like, it's fucking scary. It sounds shit. Just say you've got your first session and do your assessment under the guise of a first session. It's the same with the tracking. It's like, okay, do your first week. I just want to see what you eat. I just, I just need to know what you eat on a normal week and, and what it looks like. like. There's no no guidelines. No, no, I don't want you to worry about anything. Like, Just eat as you normally eat. You're going to get a much better idea of them as a person and how honest they are about what they do and what they eat. Um, oh, yeah, and, but you see them in a natural you know, state, I suppose. That, that language is massive as well. Like, there's n- why would somebody call it assessment week? Like, assessment week means, fuck, I'm back at school. And, like, I, there's going to be a judgment and a result at the end of that uh, that assessment. Yeah. Like, assessment's scary. It's just, like, onboarding week. Like, I just want to get to know you, that kind of thing. I, You just had all your check-ins today, and I actually did a, what is a movement screen today with a fresh client who had, yeah, not very often open my doors to an actual client to train in person, but there's a lad who was persistent. Um, and yeah, we, yeah, I didn't even mention to him over the emails that what we were doing, I was just like, I'll meet you upstairs. we will crack on. Um, we'll go through. I just want to see how you move in the first session. Um, yeah, he didn't really know what he was doing. So uh, when, he, when he, he kept his, uh, he kept his jumper on when he was going to come out for the assessment. <laughs> he was like, I'm a bit cold, so I'm going to keep my jumper on. I was like, cool, all right, 
fair play. <laughs> I was like, you can that will come off in about fifteen minutes, um, as it did. <laughs> Absolutely fine. But yeah, it was just a chat more than anything else. And then I have just that's why the iPads there is like I have about. It sounds boring. Like I do on my programs. Obviously, I have like twelve different things that I want to see. And they, they encompass a lot of things. It encompasses like locomotion, stability, mobility, but there's there's a little checklist, but it doesn't feel like an assessment. It's just a, can you do this for me? Can you move in this plane for me? Like to here, do that. And it was a very strange client then because I've never had this, I don't think, ever. And I think in the eight, nine years I've been PTing, he literally said to me, and obviously, like, this isn't a, uh, a thing I advise on coaches. I actually teach the complete opposite to do with your clients. He enjoys the technical aspect. He enjoys having it explained to him. So he wants to know what I'm thinking when I'm making him do stuff. And he wants me to tell him. And I was like, why? I was like, I was like it's, it's no, I was like, I realize it's your business, but it's, it's not, I'm guessing you didn't do my master's degree. I'm guessing you mm. didn't do this um, and you haven't studied for this long. I was like, he was like, yeah, I just, I, it just, um, he was just like, yeah, just, just peace of mind more than anything else. And I quite like getting to know it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. if you don't have an answer, I might be like, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> but it was interesting. It was weird. I was like, all right, permission to try and confuse the fuck out of you. Um, <laughs> he would start talking about his work. And I'm like, I have no idea. But yeah, the onboarding weeks for nutrition, um, I would say when, when I did them more currently um, in terms of online stuff, mine would be fairly similar uh, in the aspect of I'm nowhere near as in depth and never built out the stuff of like all of my fitness power stuff. I'd probably be more hands-on with that kind of stuff when I did it, but Dan's built his business far more better than far more better far better than i did for nutritional coaching hence why i'm not a nutrition coach uh, but yeah in terms of in person i would sit down and within that be like if we don't know how to use my fitness power i will ba- run over the basics with them and just mm. be like do this 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 and then as long as you add me as a friend i can have a little look um at what you're doing like throughout the thing and i'll make sure i do before their next kind of session as it were um and yeah it's just letting them be comfortable. I think that's the biggest thing. Oh, like when they're onboarding is just don't word it as something crazy and just let them eat. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, that's it. It's but simple as that. It's, you... it's, it's, I think sometimes when people try and confuse people from the bat and PTs yeah. are very guilty of it is it's trying to give them you want to show off everything you know straight away. And it's like, no, they've come to you for the result, yeah. not for you to show off their knowledge, like just get them a result they want. Um, and, and that's where like with the questionnaire, it's really vital. Like, some of the questions we ask can seem a bit sort of like pointless or seem a bit over the top, but sometimes they're the ones that give you the most information um, with it. I think as well, it's, it's important to remember that is it, it gives you an idea as to why someone struggled up to this point potentially. Yeah. Um, so would you say, so week one, you're not going to give someone 1200 calories to eat. Oh no, definitely. Everyone, everyone goes on 1200 calories. Every single, every single client of mine goes on 1200 calories. Um, oh, God, just annoyed me that. Just annoyed me. Right. 1200 calories, Dan. <sighs> Is that the bare minimum anybody can eat ever? And they die. So that they this has come 1150 up and yeah, this has come up because unlike on James Smith's story today, not James Smith's fault. Someone asked a question 
yeah. and the question was like oh my coach has put me on 1200 calories for 10 to 12 days like crying face um what you know what should i say or what should i do i can't remember what it was exactly i'll find it because it's on my fucking it's on my instagram right um uh any idea why well, well, no, he hasn't got any idea why, has he? Because he's not your coach. Ask your fucking coach. <laughs> but anyway, it got me going because I've also seen quite a few posts about the whole, like, you shouldn't be eating less than 1,200 calories because that's less calorie needs than a toddler. I was like, okay. Like, how do you know what the calorie needs of a toddler are for one? But whatever. Who's, who's getting toddlers to track food? Um, yeah. <laughs> and, but also toddlers are fucking growing a lot and move around a lot, but neither him nor there. Um, again, it just shows people's lack of understanding of metabolic processes for one. Um but also it annoyed me because I see it a lot of like people give their calorie number and they go, Oh, that's too low. And it was in the gym outcast group, you know, the one that's full of absolute morons, right? Someone posted in there, there were a guy 96 kilos trying to stick to a meal plan at 1500 calories, right? Which sounds too low for someone. And it's like, if you're trying to stick to a meal plan at 1500 calories, you're, you're just going to at some point fuck up. Right. But anyway, and all the people in the comments were like, that's too low. You'll never lose weight on that. It's too low to starvation mode. Um, your calories should be higher than that. And all this sort of stuff. And it really fucking annoys me because people have no clue what calories someone should be on unless they've worked with them for a longer period of time. And I need to, I need to make sure that I preface this with saying, look, you cannot blanket prescribe 1200 calories to everyone. You cannot give out a meal plan with 1200 calories. And at no point should you put someone on 1200 calories without a rationale behind it. Number one, before I go any further. Right. But the fact of the matter is a very small percentage of the population of people who are smaller inactive low levels of muscle mass thyroid issues pcos right will need to go on lower than 1200 calories to see weight loss they will it's a fact and it's a fact that i've seen time and time and time again and this is the, the, this is why it annoys me is that people like that are obviously gonna who doesn't want to be told you're eating too little to lose weight oh i want to eat more i'll eat more yeah <laughs> of course i want to you're obviously going to go towards the coach that tells you, you can eat more my point has always been are they getting you the results though? Because it's all well and good saying, oh, I want to eat more calories. But if you're not seeing the result, that's why you can't eat that many calories. And it is a bit unfair. It's not, life's not fair, right? It is a bit unfair. But I'm a prime example of this. I remember when I was in London as a PT doing 25,000 steps a day, doing 10 sessions a day and training myself, I could eat three and a half thousand calories a day and I would struggle to gain weight, struggle. I remember it. And now I eat anything over 2000 calories and it's like, fucking hell, I probably shouldn't eat that. It's too many calories for me today. I'm not broken. I just don't move as much as I used to. And the fact of the matter is a lot of people who need to go on lower calories, when you look at them, they don't move around a lot. They don't train that hard. They're not that active. And it's always jumped up PTs that doing 25,000 steps a day, training 10 clients a day, training themselves five, six times a week who turn around like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't be eating that many calories. Like, oh, you know, you should be on 3,000. I can lose weight on 3,000. Of course you can because you wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, go to bed at midnight. You're awake for longer. Like, all these things, right? And and then you get those idiots that do that. And then it's easy for a coach to go, once once a popularity, oh, yeah, you shouldn't be on that low. Yeah, come, come with me. You should be on higher calories than that. Yeah, and then they don't lose any weight. And like I said, it shouldn't just be a blanket. But if you've got the data to back it up, you may need to go lower. If someone's on a set number of calories, 1500, and they're not losing weight, what do you do? Okay, you can either move more, do more exercise, train. Out. I can't. I've got work, got a busy family life. I can't really do much more than what I'm doing. Right. So, what do you do then? 
just go, okay, stay as you are, then you're not going to lose any more weight. It's impossible until you quit your job and start training more. Like, it's just stupid. And so then the only option you've got is to go, right, well, we need to then reduce calories a little bit. And I was very clear on my story that I said, like, I'll always try and make sure that the client is on the maximum number of calories that they, they can be on to see the desired goal, to see the desired result they want. But I'm also not going to keep a client on 1,600 calories until they're not losing weight. And their goal is to feel better and lose weight because that's a waste of everyone's time. Um, and once you've got someone to lose weight, they, can, they, can, they might need to go on low than 1,200 calories, but you'd rather get them there and then teach them how to then eat more and maintain at that lower weight and then do more activity and do more stuff, but then go to the, say to them, look, on these calories, you're fine. Um, but I think that the thing that frustrates me is that there's this assumption that when you put someone on 1,200 calories or lower, even a thousand, whatever it might be, that you're not taking into account their hunger, their energy, their sleep, their activity, their life, all this sort of stuff. Like all that stuff is thought about and discussed before that decision is made. It's not just a cut calories. No one wants to be told you're on such low calories, but you also have to have, to have those conversations with clients where you go, look, like this is where we're at. You can't do more activity. You want to lose more weight. You want to do this. This is kind of the only option we've got. It's not a you're on 800 calories, good luck. Like some coaches out there do, which they do, and they're shit. And that's not to say they're not shit. But it's when people say no one should be on less than 1,200 calories. What? No one ever. Yeah. No one ever. What? No one at all. And then some fucking jumped up dickhead started commenting back to me on my story and was like, oh, um, actually, anyone on lower than 1,200 wouldn't survive. Mm, incorrect. Um, the guy that fasted for over a year, he survived. Um, there's this whole thing around survive, which means survive. What, like, if you drop below 1,200, you die instantly. No, you don't. You don't. Because I've fasted for a whole day before. You don't, right? So then, well, when does it kick in? Oh, well, like, oh, you can't do it for, it has to be one to two weeks any longer. Well, what happens if it's two weeks and an hour? Two weeks and 12 hours. What happens, how, who's to say it's between one and two weeks? Like, where's the cutoff for you as a person? What if you don't know that cutoff and you just die? It's just so stupid and it just winds me up as you can tell, cause I'm fucking going off on one, but it's just this whole like issue with starvation mode and stuff. And I get there are bad coaches that they're just handing out really low calories and just, just treating people like shit. I understand that. But I also question a lot of these coaches results they're getting. Cause I don't see any results from these people that say, Oh yeah, you should be lower than that. You should be lower than this. All right. Show me what work you do then with people. Show me that you get people in good shape and that you will get them to lose weight. Um, and then the argument was like, oh yeah, but it should be <clears throat> one to two weeks max or whatever. And I was like, look, you do it for as long as it's needed. And there are diet breaks thrown in. There are weeks that are thrown in where you eat more food. There are refeed days. There are all this. Of course, I think that, that's, can... that's, that's the thing. I think people think like, oh, that's, that's their life now. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. There, there is a process to build them back up. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like, no, to get them to diet, so in a deficit, they need to go lower. So that means yeah. that means yeah, the maintenance is higher. And then there's the whole thing. Oh yeah, but their new maintenance will be lower. Well, yeah, it will because they'll have lost twenty kilos of body fat like they want to. Yeah. So yes, it will be lower. But do you not think that then they might be more active because they've lost weight? They might want to go to the gym more. They might want to be more active with their kids. They might want to go out and do more. But there's always the goal to get them as as lean as they want to be, and then build the calories up slowly over time so that they are. Their maintenance calories, they understand that and they can they can be at that point. 
but it's just this, like you said, it's this fear of like, oh, I'm on 1200 calories the rest of my life now. No, you're not. Yeah. And also you're never on 1200 calories because you probably have a refeed day at 2000, two and a half thousand. And people who try and stick to these stupidly low calorie diets just end up having cheat days. And it's like, so you're not on 1200 calories a day. You're not actually on 1200 calories a day. It's, it's, yeah, it's um, really rare because they'll, they'll misinterpret. People lie and that's the fact. And it's just like, all right, oh, there'll always be. The, the, I have yeah. one particular client who, believe it or not, that pretty much bang on is around 1150 i give her 1150 to 1250 i probably shouldn't give her that to be honest no full well knowing i'm gonna have a story of like obviously work's tough or lockdown's tough but knowing the story that like oh just yeah blew out the weekend or blew out this and i was like that's, yeah unless unless that stops like possibly these adaptations don't change really and we lost a lot of weight as well because i was like i've got to counteract what you do sometime other time basically by chucking you on what is too low she's okay with it because she gets it she's like you can you can have these calories throughout the week so you can blow out of the weekend so it's damage control more than anything else um which is and, fine and this is the thing but is, if that's it's, that's, it's, that's it's, a choice though <laughs> yeah it's just under, i just there's just a lack of understanding isn't it it's just you know people see this stuff online and you know like i said people see that you know oh well i couldn't be on 1200 calories that'd be awful no, yeah of that's course you, you. that's <laughs> you that's not that person and i just think it's um it's, it's a massive bugbear that obviously you know you hear mm. you see all sorts of shit like oh you're encouraging eating disorders you're encouraging this it's like well no actually eating disorders aren't actually necessarily food related all the time so shut your face um and it's just like that whole thing around it becomes such an emotional topic for people um especially with like the health at every size thing you know like them mm. yeah but health at every size unless you're lean or small then it doesn't count apparently it's just not every size then is it it's just health at large health um, at large mate yeah but, uh, yeah it just it's just frustrating because it, it just it just gives good coaches a bad name if they dare to put clients on low calories right um because it's seen as, as bad and, and it's and it's not it's it's always done with a time period in mind there's diet breaks there's all these things involved because we're not fucking stupid um but again you speak to some clients and you go right well, would you rather diet on lower calories for six weeks or slightly higher calories for 18 weeks and constantly yeah. feel like you're dieting for 18 weeks i'll tell you what i'd prefer six weeks of harder dieting on lower calories and then then once i'm there i can eat more food simple and that's what you ask you ask those questions you find that out about these people you work it out um but like i said no one's ever on like stupid low calories forever um i just hate it was just the way that that guy asked it's the question the, it's the it's you wouldn't the survive yeah, on lower absolute. than 1200 you wouldn't survive well what what so on 11:50, i'd die instantly no <laughs> you don't so therefore what you said is stupid trust you to pick up on uh, that kind of stuff as well it's just like yep to go the one calorie below and then yeah you're yeah. done yeah, you know, like what? That does exist. It's the whole. Uh, we were talking about the my protein group with the uh, the programming. I I came I came over the topic of the uh, programming for seven, nine, and eleven reps. Yeah. and they were like, what? I was like, believe me, those numbers exist, um, and yeah. you can put them in. <laughs> it's quite funny, but those are the. That's the kind of trainer that's gonna only be like you know, eights, tens, twelves. That's all that exists. Um, but yeah, so by all means, people. You can give them twelve hundred. Just have the rationale. It's like picking the exercise as well in my more field. Like it's yeah. like, yeah, have a rationale. Why are you doing it? Do you know what? I'll tell you what it is. I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is, Tom. Twelve hundred calorie diets, right? Or twelve hundred calories, or one. It's like the snatch of the training industry, the training <laughs> world. It's like most people probably don't need to worry about it or do it yeah. or even think about it. But there's probably five percent of people that actually need to know how to do it, and actually it would benefit them. 
Do you know? It's that. It's that thing of you are a good coach. You'll know and then, who or what or when may need a snatch or may need to learn one. Right. And then, then you can still like, in terms of how you were saying, you're like, you can give them a little bit, like you can do that for three, four days and then we'll refeed you three, four days, refeed yeah. you. And that that's your dumbbell hang snatch. And that's the, right, that's exactly. where we're going to, we're going to do a kind of a basic level of it. We don't need to go from the floor because that's going to hinder your performance from your back and probably go through that. Yeah. We're going to do a, just single arm so you can control it. And bosh, we've got dumbbell hang snatch going on because I program yeah. those and I'm going to stick up for it. Why I do that? Because <laughs> I want to see quick hips sometimes. Um, and also and as well, myself. someone who comes in, someone who comes in Tom and says, Oh, I've got a really, really bad shoulder. I've had three operations on it and it really, really hurts. <laughs> it's the same as someone coming to me and going, yeah, I really suffer with binge eating. Do you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to put them on 1200 calories a day. It's pretty <laughs> obvious. Like, but this is the thing is like all these caveats don't get talked about. Everyone just goes, no one should be on 1200. It's like, no, yeah. there's a time and a place for these things. Um, and, and it's just a good coach will know that there's a time and a place for it. And, um, and morons on Instagram won't. And that's fine. There's morons. That's the whole, there. like, we, we normally cater for the 8%, but there is a chance that those, the 10% either side, we're going to have those clients every now and again. That's the thing, like sure. every now yeah. and again. So it's just, if you don't want to train them, don't train them. If that's too low and you don't want to do that, then move them on. Find somebody who will. Um, yeah, if you don't like those low calories, go work with someone who wants to gain muscle instead yeah. of losing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Lovely. I'm glad you got your got off your chest. Any other business from you? No, not from me. I need to lie down now, I think. I think you do. You had a long day. I've had a long day. All the check-ins. I think. I think anybody's listened to this. It's just, just this rant has just come from check-ins and Dan, Dan having to do check-ins all day. This is what he's I'm normally like on a Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. afternoon. <laughs> nice. No, it's also because I've seen my training session. I've got to do tomorrow morning. Oh Fucking yeah, hell. true. So, that's so I hope he videos it because otherwise we won't Very know it's happened. Running. Uh, yeah i've got a video i know otherwise it uh, won't have happened I, I want you to i want you to do do you, are you doing running in the gym is it like on the treadmill and stuff yeah it'd be on the curve oh, yeah okay okay cool yeah. i thought you were gonna do it like running outside so I'd, i want to see you like place your camera run past the camera and you have to place <laughs> your camera somewhere else then run past that camera just to prove it. um yeah can you imagine but on the curve oh on the curve what what's the distance you said 300 350 meters 300 meters it's 300 yeah oh, well the first one is first one is 45 seconds and then the second one is Ooh, 300 meters that's just nasty on the curve i'll give you one tip daniel and you'll know this warm up your hamstrings yes yes <laughs> do excessive an amount of warm-up on your hamstrings please yeah <laughs> um, otherwise we're gonna make the speed s- i'm plodding along don't worry <laughs> about sorry it. a sorry daniel meek because using the treadmill a curved treadmill you will be exerting a little bit of tension through those guys as you pull back yeah yeah still i still remember the first day we got curved treadmill at the first base and then i i think i did a little talk on them um and then i was just like all right guys you're gonna really do go do through your b skips your a skips do this kind of business maybe do some like hamstring slider work before you get on it and you remember scott pulled his hamstring straight away i was like good work man good work <laughs> good work well done don't listen to me. All right. Um, no other business from me. Everything's wonderful. We're back in the gym. We'll, we'll get a session. We'll, we'll, we'll realize what Dan's doing and he'll be a cardio king by the end of the year. Love That's it. it. Don't you worry about <laughs> it. All right, mate. Um, thanks for listening, guys. And we will catch you next week. See you later.